comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! says for king for Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings can only be compelled by the brightness of thy shining that is what we call the compelling power the compelling power the scripture calls it anakazo the compelling force compare it's only Gentiles that will appear at your light if you want kings to come, then you need to shine bright. 
the scripture spoke about our father it says the one that dwells in the midst of unapproachable light you need to cry out to God I'm tired of flickers mm. they spoke about John he said John was a burning and a shining light say was a man sent from God we are going to cry until you shine that bright you will never be sent to your generation Find a neighbor too, too. This time around, listen to me. Listen. 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 Two, two. Face to face. Be fast. Shatemaha. Atekambe. Kurasataila. Pedekunta. Kapatakapayata. When you finish this prayer, even on your face, literally, the glory will shine. <laughs> hey! Find a neighbor to do. Find a neighbor. Find a neighbor. Somebody shine. 
kingdom come thy will be done Elohim Adonai thy kingdom come thy will be done Elohim Adonai thy kingdom come thy will be done Elohim Adonai Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Elohim Adonai, Thy kingdom come. Elohim Adonai. Thy kingdom come. Elohim Adonai. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Elohim Adonai. Ay, ay, ay. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be now. Elohim Adonai, thy kingdom come, thy will be now. Ever great, you are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began.
believe you must be effective in your engagement as a believer you have to be intelligent you have to be intelligent in and with spiritual matters listen to me listen to me follow me follow me follow me follow me are you with me if you must be effective then you have to be intelligent in spiritual matters you cannot afford to be a victim especially of things you don't know about have you ever heard that what you don't know can kill you what has killed people the most is what they don't know so you have to be spiritually intelligent there is a story I heard of there is a, a great man of God in South Korea so God instructed him to leave South Korea and go to Japan and take Japan for him so when he arrived in Japan in his hotel room he said that the heater was on yet suddenly the room became chilly and cold like an, a cold room now the challenge is that something the room is, is supposed to be hot but something is happening he opened his eyes lo and behold he said Satan appeared before him Satan told him this is a man that God sent to go and take Japan Satan told him that Japan is my city and I will not allow you to take it and in fact today I will kill you so when the man heard it he began to pray he was praying in his heart small small he was saying God help me please help me please help. but it was not working as a matter of fact Satan told him you didn't you see that your prayer is not doing anything to me I have caught you today you are in the palms of my hand I will kill you so he the atmosphere was cold but still inside of him he still felt some small fire that the Holy Ghost is still kicking inside the Holy Spirit told him this is Satan and he is the man in charge of this city except you confront him you will not have you will not make progress in this city this is where the battle is fought and won Now I need to tell you that for every manifestation you see in the natural, for every city, every place that you see, there is a governing influence that is in the spirit realm that is bringing that kind of control in the natural. Now, have you ever noticed that there are certain kinds of things that drive in certain kinds of places? You need to know that it is not because it is not because of the fact that they said why is it that everybody that wants to survive in certain dimension of business you have to find yourself in Lagos in spite, despite the fact that that place is packed 
Yes, more people are going there. Why are they not going to your village? Have you ever asked that question? Even the richest man in your village is going to Lagos. Why? You need to understand that there is a spiritual city that controls the physical city. And the rate of progress that you will make is dependent on your capacity to understand the structure of that city that is spiritual, that is influencing the one that is natural. In fact, you can take this thing to any place. Have you seen many people they There is a very, very rich man those days. He's one of the people in this eastern Nigeria. He's one of the people that made a lot of money. <clears throat> Through blood money. Have you heard of the man called Ezego? You are, you are very young, so you won't hear. How many of you have heard of Ezego? All these my small, small children, they won't know. I'm not expecting you to know. I know, you don't know. So, if it's for me here, like, if you go to the man's house now, it's like, it's like a desolate place. Meanwhile, there were days that man is the most flamboyant. The day is hard for you to have two cars. The man has convoy of the latest cars. If you are a lady and they marry into that family, God has answered your prayer. Am I right? Now, the thing is that physically the place is filled with upstairs and nice buildings and nice things. But in the spirit, if, if you appear in the spirit and see it with with the eyes of the spirit, the correct shape of that territory, the voice you will hear is desolate, wilderness. It's after me, desolate, wilderness. So, that something is striving in the natural doesn't mean in the spirit that the thing is striving. For example, you can go to Lagos and there is a lot of money there and a lot, and God will come and say desolate and wilderness. Because when you appear there, this small Christian life, this small fire that is burning, they, they will squeeze it out from you. People survive there at a very high cost. That means that place lacks the things it takes to support some kind of life. I don't want to go deep. That is why some kind of ministry cannot take place there some kind of ministry some kind of ministry because the civilization there cannot support it the only people that is even trying to do something that is outside of what that territory can support they created their own ambience they are not depending on what is available in the territory they create their own their source of supply is outside I want to show you something today. We are looking at spirit cities and civilizations. Every single thing that you see 
is as a result of these two things. Every single thing that you see is as a result of these two things. Now, spirit cities, let me start this way. Spirit cities are administrative territories of spirit beings. Now, now, write it down. You are not, where is your daughter? territories of spirit beings. Now, when we mean spirit cities, we don't we don't um, mean spiritual cities. That's not what I mean. See, a spirit city can be a spiritual city. It can also be a, a physical city. Are you with me? Now, what defines what we are doing is the spirit involved. It is not about the location. Are you with me? When you say spiritual city, you are talking about a realm, a location. When you talk about spirit city, you are talking about the being, the person. That is my emphasis. Because we have to drive it down to you. And you will find out that every spirit eh, has a capacity to pioneer a city. In fact, that is the basis of God inducting you to the order of priesthood. When you begin to give yourself to priesthood long enough one of the things that will start happening is that a city will be born around you. What is a city? A city is something that gave birth as a result of activities happening. This is what it means. Um, a spirit being had a desire. And then because of his desire, many activities started taking place around him. After some time, that place will become a hub. What we notice as a result of that desire and activity is that a civilization will be born. This is what it means. Let's say I'm the one. I have a desire. And then because of my desire, activities began to take place, began to take place. My intent is to achieve the desire that is in my heart. And if it is true that I will achieve those desires, then as a result of those activities and the things that I'm doing, many structures will be put in place. Many infrastructures will be put in place. Is it not true? Many offices will be put in place. Those offices, infrastructures, and structures that is put in place to make sure that that desire that I have that a city will be born is what we now call civilization. Are you with me? So that after many seasons, even if we don't find the man that gave birth to a city, we don't know where the city came from. We are not sure. That, I mean, the name have changed in the physical realm. But we see some kinds of civilization. We can trace it down the work of a spirit you can trace it down to an influence of a city how many of you have come in a campus and you notice that some of you you lived off campus and you notice that certain places in in those 
um, hostels that people live that there is high rate of immorality have you noticed even as a pastor if you go there and live you start young pastor you start carrying people start carrying people there are also some places even if you go there as a courtist you will be born again why the influence in that that place has become a city and if it is a city when you come there have you how many of you have heard the proverb that say when you go to rome what do they mean there is a civilization that is in rome that have the capacity to control anybody that is found in their territory so when you are found under the influence of a city that is spiritual which came out as a result of a spirit desire are you with me now so if the spirit is um, a violent spirit and then that's, that spirit has a desire to propagate his nature and suddenly he appeared and decided to use this physical location to propagate it and then activities began to go on because once he finds himself in that place a, a spirit cannot invade especially the natural realm without finding a priesthood in fact the agenda cannot prosper without a priesthood then priesthood begin to go on priesthood begin to go on and then as he's going on you notice that after some time that people come there violent people are gathering together in that particular area in that particular area what you need to understand is that that place is a hub and because it's a hub it's a city why did Jesus tell them tarry here in Jerusalem why not tarry in in Capernaum because you need to know that part of the things that is happening is beyond the natural actually Jesus is making a spiritual statement to tell them to tarry in Jerusalem that is where the spirit that is seeking expression that is where the spirit that is seeking government that is where the spirit that is seeking expression to bring influence is deciding to come through so for example we have this thing is still in the physical i'm trying to use physical things to explain the spiritual for example you can appear in in um Oweri. and then when you appear in Oweri, you notice that god has ordained that a revival will break out in a certain season are you with me now so what happens is that god the spirit that wants to break forth through that territory we begin to look for one or two people because as of then it's just a desire but when he finds one or two people and that begin to incubate that desire in, in their own mind they will think it's their thoughts in their own mind they will think it's what they want to do that is always how it is for example when believers gather like this and they pray if you ask the people that were there in azusa street revival they didn't know it was a revival that is about to happen they just want the holy spirit to be poured out they want god to move they didn't know the 
scope and import of what they were doing. They didn't know that a, a civilization is about to be betted upon the face of the earth. That a city that will bring a government that all the, all the ends of the earth will feel the impact is about to be born. What happened is that um, the spirit will begin to look for men that will align with him. And when those men begin to, he begin to teach them how to um, partner with him so that his desires will prosper. When you do that long enough, one of the things, if the spirit told you, begin to teach. Sometimes the spirit will begin to tell you, begin to pray. Pray and teach whatever he told you to do. I'm telling you, okay, look at somebody like Paul. He appeared in a city and after some time, what was the testimony of that city? They said, these men that turn the city upside down. How can somebody be teaching the gospel and they said, it's the city you turned upside down? You are not getting my point. You are not with me. Somebody is teaching and you did not do anything physical but they said you turn what? The city upside down. That means there is a spiritual, superior spiritual intelligence that these men came with that had the capacity to subterfuge the things that Satan has installed in the territory. Are you with me? There is a civilization that is already operating, powering the existing city. And you need to know I am overrunning myself. You need to know that civilizations improve. What I mean is that a superior civilization can come in and capture and subdue the lesser civilization. That is why when these men appeared, they began to look for the foundation of the city. Eh? And God has taught them the intelligence with which they will conquer and overturn that city. It is not by physical activity and and maybe printing, poster, and everything, everything. For them, he said, you teach the word, pray. Sometimes you do miracle. One of the things that will happen is that people will think you are doing things in the natural. People will think uh, we, gather, we are gathering for bed pants. You are not aware of what is happening. What is happening is that you are striking to the foundation of the spirit city. Before you people arrived, there is a spirit that is in charge. And part of the way the spirit installed his desire and his name to extend his influence is that he built a city. And that city is felt, is known by the civilization that we see. People that is coming from that place has a religious spirit. They have greed. They find it hard to turn to the true gospel. Those things are not as a result of the fact they don't even know that they are doing it. There is a spirit involved. When you bring a new civilization as a result of the things that God has taught you, one of the things that you will notice is that the city, the foundations will begin to crack because of the cargo that you have brought into the spirit city. Are you with me now? One of the things that will happen after then is that you begin to turn the city upside down, turn the city upside down, turn the city upside down. You have heard my story. When I appeared, when I was doing youth service, after 72 days and all kinds of things we did, Anan came and said, I'm in charge of this territory. What you didn't know is that as soon as Paul and Silas began to do some things, they arrested them. These men that turned the city upside down have appeared. 
let me tell you your father some people have met me their father have loved them going to church in fact they are very religious they, you, you, some of them go to morning man. Some of them go to revival meeting, Bible study, all kinds of things every day. Their father even carried them in the car. Their mother, they, they are telling them, until they started praying in tongues, one hour, two in the night, started groaning. <laughs> the father will call him and say, "No, now, what are you doing like this?" Now that is when you will understand that what you have been doing before lacked the capacity to affect the spirit city that is sponsoring the civilization that we see. Are you with me? Until you begin to um, take advantage of the tools that God has ordained that can turn that city upside down, you will still be subject. Are you with me? So, um, one of the spiritual intelligences that especially a preacher in fact a believer should be armed with is that whenever you appear in a place first thing you do is to do a mapping to understand the spirit that is expressing itself in this place are you with me because that spirit will build a city the reason why he must build a city is that he will um, establish and propagate establish and perpetuate without a city a spirit cannot establish and perpetuate his civilization. It's not possible. After him, it will die. Are you getting the point now? In fact, it will not extend beyond him. That is why when you are in your family, one of the things that happen in your family is that the spirit that pioneered the kinds of things... They... Have you asked yourself, because some of the things they are doing in your village, who started it? All they are telling you is that this is how we do it in now. This is how we do it. This, who started it? When you trace deep enough, you will find a spirit behind it. And one of the ways the spirit perpetuates that desire is that he, he institutionalizes it. That thing becomes a civilization. So that even when we do not know the first, our first forefathers that started this engagement, the influence and the desire of the spirit that they interacted with we still felt it in our time until a man will rise up and begin to engage a different technology eh? something that he takes to turn the tide to subterfuge what satan is doing then that thing that happened 200 years ago will continue to happen see are you with me for, for example now the day that men gathered together and a man appeared his name was nimrod he said let's gather together and build a city in those days, what came about was the city that is called Babylon. It is you that thought, but it's just a physical construction. That was an attempt to build a city in rebellion to the holy city of God. Now, the man that is called Nimrod in the natural is gone. And there is no physical place that they call Babylon. But we still see the civilization of Babylon. That is to show you, as long as that civilization lasts, then the city is still existing. And the memory and name of the man that built that city is still alive. As long as the city and his place and civilization is still seen, then the memory of the man, the name of the man is still alive. I will show you what it means for a man to be great. 
Have you read the scriptures well? It's not only Abraham that was great. Oh. The scripture said that Nimrod began to be great amongst the men of the earth. He found an intelligence that is not natural. Spirit taught him. I don't want to go deep. Because the things he interacted with are intelligences that came from fallen beings. These are beings that interacted with cost knowledge. Meanwhile, these are things that are knowledge that powered the cosmos. There is something believers need to understand. That is why we, need, we are teaching what we are teaching. We cannot just be... Yeah, it's good to just teach you the Bible, teach you Jesus died and all that. But, you see, um, you need to understand that God is not just the father of believers. He is the God of all the earth. And he is the king of the universe. Eh? He has to do all of this his duty. And if it is true that he is a king, there is a kingdom. Are you with me? So, how did he set things in course? Even before man appeared, there is a creation that is already in place. And there are rules, regulations, principles, laws that God set in place. Are you with me? These are the things that some of these beings know. I hope you know that the scripture said that when God created that the morning stars sang into creation. Who are these morning stars? So when you begin to so, see, this is what happens. When you look at men like Adolf Hitler, they appear. It's not Hitler you are seeing. It's a spirit being that is in the spirit that is seeking to extend his desire and establish his city that is spiritual so that the influence will come upon the natural. That is why you can't cut that man down with anything that is natural. You have to trace his origin in the spirit. Are you with me? When Paul began to teach in Ephesus, they told him, you don't know the city that is this. The spirit that founded this city is called Diana. It fell down from Jupiter. Mm. It's you that thought it's a natural city. It's not. The spirit that founded it is in the realm of this. Meanwhile, after 500 years, you will look for these things that are said. You will see it. But the civilization of the spirit that founded the city is still there. They will tell you this is how they do. That they kill twins. Who started it? Who started it? Whose desire are you following? Are you getting my point? Mm. It's a spirit. Spirit cities. And for every man, for every family, for every territory, for every place that you find, there is, there is a city, a spiritual city that is governing the civilization. It's that civilization that brings the rules, regulations, the influence that we seek. So you now appear in the natural and you want to become a different or a certain kind of man. Then it is not possible. Are you getting my point? It is not possible. The reason why it's not possible is because there is already a city that is working. The only way to change what is happening is to go to the foundation of the city and begin to turn the city upside down. Then after some season, you will now start seeing changes in the natural. Are you getting my point now? Mm. The, the only way to counter the effect of a city is to build another city. Actually, actually, actually. You cannot go to a city and use the tools of that city to conquer that city. That is part of the problem that we have in the body of Christ. You see, believers are using the tools of Babylon in an attempt to conquer Babylon. But you cannot, Satan is the one that engineered it. 
How can you now suddenly be wiser in using his tools and equipment more than him? That is why when scripture was teaching us about spiritual warfare, he said, the weapons of our warfare are what? So, any attempt to use carnal weapons to do warfare that are spiritual, as, as nice as your attempt is, there will be a fracture. When I said that in, in that place, then a spirit almost laughed me. Because as far as that place is concerned, there is a spirit that is exerting his influence. There is a spiritual city there. In the natural, there is nothing we are seeing. There is a season in the year that they do masquerade festival. But in that place now, they have fled everywhere and tarred everywhere. But we prayed and in the spirit we saw that in that season, physically there is nothing there, but in the spirit, the masquerade is still gathered. Some of you, the reason, you, some of you, your family, your family is a desolate place. But in the natural, things are okay. You cannot trace the reason in the natural why some kinds of things are happening. You are making mistakes. You have not been able to find out the spirit city that is sponsoring the civilization that is manifest in the natural. Until you find it in that place, you will not be able to turn the city. This is what Satan does. Satan sets up a city. And once you come into that city, you see civilization. So that sometimes you will not see Satan. Are you with me? But as long as his civilization and his city is still operational, and even believers are subject to it, then Satan is still powerful. I hope you know that sin is a city. You don't know. There are deep people, white people, some of them are very, very deep. They know this thing more than you. There is, there is, you see a video game or something that is called Sin City or something, something. Is it not true? How did they know that sin is a city? I will show you from the scripture. Don't worry, I will show you. Sin is a city. So, the founder of that city, the spirit being, remember, a city is where the administra an administrative territory of a spirit being. Huh? So, sin is an administrative territory of what? A spirit being. So, you can look and you might not see Satan. Somebody came and asked me, can a believer be possessed? I said, no. But you are living in sin. Now, that is enough for Satan. Actually, that is more powerful. Because that is actually a way that Satan can extend himself. Extending his, his influence without being there physically. Without being there personally. All he needs to do is to bring men under the government of the city called sin. Are you with me? And as long as men are under that city called sin, then they don't have any option but to be gathered up with the destiny of that city. See, the, the occupants of a city are subject to the destiny of the city. 
Are you getting the point? If you are in the city called Zion, your destiny is the destiny of Zion. If you are under sin, your, your destiny is the destiny of, of the city called sin. Do you know sin is a city? Do you know death is a city? I, I will show you people. So all Satan needs to do is to bring sin as an influence on our generation. And then every single man that lives under that spirit city called sin, every man that interacts with that spirit city called sin, is under the influence of the spirit being that pioneered that city. Are you getting the, the point now? Meanwhile, the spirit being that pioneered the city is not there again. But the city is influential. The city is still superintendent. The city is still powerful. Meanwhile, the spirit is not there. That is how spirits perpetuate their, 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 their name. They might not be there, but the cities they pioneered still determine the outcome of things on the universe. These cities are byproducts of a city's a spirit's desire and activities geared toward one. Are you with me? Follow me. Follow me. These cities are byproducts of what? A spirit's desire. They target. These things are geared towards number one, the spirit expressing himself. Number two, the spirit dominating. Number three, the spirit perpetuating. Number one is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? So this is the thick three key things that a city does for a spirit that pioneered it. As long as that spirit the city is existing then the spirit will through that city express what? Himself. Now do you know that there are families that <laughs> okay let me use scripture there is a place, I think in Corinthians, Paul called a certain group, a certain kind of people, he called them slow bellies. Meanwhile, he's telling people not to call them that name. But he's not saying that what they call them is not true in the natural. What does it mean to say an evil man likes money more than God? My brother is a spirit city And the spirit that pioneered it is called Mammon. So, so a, a pastor is in church preaching. Are you with me? But he is still under the influence of the spirit city that Mammon pioneered. So that even his anointing is geared towards servicing the desire of that spirit. Even his ministry is geared towards servicing 
the desire of that spirit. Even the um, 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 the extension, the missionary endeavor of the is geared towards servicing the same spirit. So a young pastor came and met me and said that the only way they measure progress in their ministry, he, he has, is in charge of a branch, is is the money that comes in. How many of you? You know now. I said I pastored the church, and the reason why they shut me down is because I'm not making enough money. Meanwhile, my church was full and overflowing, you know. But they shut me down. Because as far as this place is concerned, Mammon is the one that built the city that everybody is living under. It doesn't matter if you are a pastor, it doesn't matter if you are a businessman. They see life from the perspective that the city has given to them. Are you getting my point now? So it doesn't matter that a man speaks in tongues. The influence of the city is still over his head. That is why for you to be removed from the influence of that city, you have to be... That, that, for the fact that you are brought into Zion, the influence of Zion is supposed to enter into your heart. As a matter of fact, you are supposed to be um, an ambassadorial headquarter of Zion. Such that even from your life, a city can be born. But before a city can be born, you have to conquer the other city. How many of you know that Egypt is a city? The challenge of the Israelites is threefold. Number one is that they need to come out of Egypt. Is it not true? Number two is that Egypt need to come out of them. It's easy to come out of Egypt. That is easy. When you got born again, what happened? The challenge now is for Egypt to what? That one you need to stay on the cross. It is the cross that removes Egypt from you. That is why, are you with me? There are two, two bodies of waters representing death that the Israelites were made to pass through by God. The first one was what? The Red Sea. The second one was what? Jordan. Jordan, Jordan is is the, the purpose of Jordan is to remove Egypt from them. The purpose of Red Sea is to remove them from what? But the, to remove Egypt from people is very, very hard. That is the hard one. In fact, when you conquer that one, you will now see the worst one. The mixed multitude. This is a realm where um, Egypt will decide that I know I cannot conquer Zion now since you have decided to follow Zion. Just allow me a small house, small room in your house. You are not with me. So in this place, somebody can carry fire for God and still have a chamber in his life that can entertain sin and greed. Are you getting the point now? So, Satan is not too troubled about being the one that has the city that is ruling your life. As long as you still give him a portion so that your life is run by two cities depending on where you find yourself so sometimes you find yourself in campus 
and it is Babylon that is ruling you. You find yourself in the marketplace, it's Babylon. When you appear in church or in village or in mission field, you remember Zion. Are you getting the point? That is actually the number one problem of a, an average believer. An average believer subscribes to, to, to a thousand cities. So after some time, they cannot determine the outcome of their life. Are you getting the point? Because of the fact that they subscribe to different cities. Those cities will bring their civilization to you. God warned Solomon. He said, it's not about marrying many women. The fact is that when you marry them, a time will come. All of them will bring their gods. All of them will bring their civilization. And you can't say no because you are bound to them in covenant. When we get to the last point, one of the things you find out is that Satan's plan for the church in the last days is not one-on-one attack, is to build cities. If you go to the book of Revelation, you will stop hearing, you are not with, go and study Revelation. What you will be seeing there is cities, cities, cities. And, and the scripture was telling us in the book of Revelation chapter 11, it, it spoke about two witnesses that appeared there. He spoke about two witnesses that appeared there. The scripture spoke about them. He said that power was granted to them. He said that they can call down fire from heaven. Have you read about them? Those days when I read about them, something will come inside me. The Bible called them the two witnesses. There is a certain kind of believers that will bring the perspective of heaven in the last days. The name that the scripture gave them is what? Witnesses. Meanwhile, the scripture went down and said that these certain kind of people, that after they did all the mighty signs and wonders, the scripture said that they died on the streets of that city called Sodom and Egypt. The scripture testified there that it was still at Sodom and Egypt that your Lord died. Are you getting the point? There is a city called Sodom and Egypt. It has capacity to kill your Lord. And it has capacity to bring down the witnesses of the last days. I need to educate you. I need to bring spiritual intelligence your path. So that you'll be aware of the arsenal and the plan that Satan has for the last days. His plan is to build cities. Those ancient cities will be reawakened again. And men that does not understand what Satan is about to do will be prey to Satan. Even though they are witnesses, but they will die. They will die because they are not aware that what Satan is bringing is no more frontal attack. It is cities built so that men will finish witnessing for Christ and then they will fall by the sword and influence of that city. The power of that city, the scripture said that these men have the capacity to call down fire. Anything they say with their mouth happens. But the time came, the influence of Sodom and Egypt was so strong that these men died on the streets. I say witnesses that are not trained on spiritual intelligence that God have called in this last days I endeavor, they will still die on the streets of Sodom and Egypt. I will show you where is Sodom and Egypt. The same influence, the same thing, the same power, the same old ancient city have not died. The reason is because the civilization is still oppressional. And because the civilization is still oppressional, they can still bring it. If it worked before, Satan believes it can still work again. 
Have you not noticed Satan is not afraid now that people move in power? That the God use you, use you. He will wait for you. A young lady was on fire for Jesus. Somebody called and said, Is it this thing you are doing? It's, it's more now. There is a weapon set and will shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay, even you, you run away. No, be so. what happens consistent with a spirit desire and activity a hope is created consistent with a spirit's desire and activities a hope you know what is a hope like there's okay revival hope a hope is created a hope is created and that hope begins to spread and perpetuate and continue to the extent of that spirit's greatness. Have you heard of Abraham in the book of Hebrews? The scripture spoke about Abraham. He said that Abraham was looking for what? A city whose builder and maker is who? He is looking for a continuing city. One of the things that Abraham found out is that any city that is not founded by God has has an end but only Zion is the eternal city it's only Zion that lives forever so Abraham there is a reason why the scripture said I will make him great he traveled to the things that informed men that did great things upon the face of the earth see these are things that bothered men that did business with God in deep places are you with me see um, what when we say have you have you noticed that there are some kinds of people when you start pursuing God in certain dimension, you will start encountering them? What, what does it mean? These men are cities set on the hill. They are not hidden. Remember, I'm talking about spirit cities. Get, get, follow me now. It, there is no way you can be walking on the path of healing and anointing and not encounter men like Benihim. Are you getting the point? That means these people, they, when they started walking with God, they were in pursuit of a city. Are you getting the point? So that even when Kenehagin dies, the city he founded is still existing. And anybody that comes under the influence of that city we begin to benefit from the civilization that that man founded and pioneered. Are you with me? The physical man have died, but the city still lives on. Are you not getting the point now? This is the desire. So the city will continue to the degree of the pioneer's greatness. That is the reason why we in Zion seek a city that cannot die. The reason is because the one that founded Zion is the eternal God. And the extent of which Zion can stay and perpetuate is eternal in scope. So we move from time to eternity. Because that is how much that city can carry us. Everything that is not in Zion dies after this age.
as long as civilizations are in place the memory of a city will continue to be rampant As long as sin is still, the memory of Satan cannot be forgotten. As long as that city, sin, is still present, the memory of Satan will not be forgotten. You are the wisdom before. Time began. Psalms chapter forty eight, verse one. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of what? And in the mountains. Beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of what? The city of what? That scripture is loaded but I want to pick out out of I want to pick out two things Number one thing I want to pick out is Great Is the Lord What does it mean to say The Lord is great What does it mean See great men Are known by the cities that they pioneered to immortalize their names. So when we say the Lord is great, it means that the Lord has founded the city where his name has been put upon such that for eternity that name and that city will never be forgotten. So amongst all the cities the city of our Lord is the greatest. Amongst all the names, the name of our Lord is the greatest. Amongst all civilizations, the civilization of the kingdom of our Lord is the greatest. Great is the Lord. They did analogy. Men that sat in the council, they evaluated the scope and magnitude of this, this spirit being that is called God. Remember the scripture said that God is what? Spirit. They evaluated him. And they came back with an observation that the Lord is great. The question is, what made them make that statement that the Lord is what? Great. They looked at the vastness of what came out of his desire. Are you with me? You need to know that the universe is an offshoot of that desire of that man. Are you with me? So anytime the man desired something, 
he went ahead and accomplished it so we looked at the vastness of the universe the cities the civilization how things we are set in course and set in order and these things are as a result of the desire and the making of a man such that his name will be immortalized whenever you look upon those things it will be a reminder of the memory of the great one that pioneered such things are you with me so when you appear and look at the galaxies a man is the one that created them when you look at a man like you and the capacity that is granted to you you will realize that a man pioneered that order are you with me now so how great is our god you need to know what we mean by saying god is great it means every civilization was because he allowed it as a matter of fact there are other cities because him first of all had a city because there is nothing that can become by any other means and power that has not been made by god himself what others do is to make tributaries and a miniature or a caricature an imitation of what god has made if it is not something that has been founded by that great man that great being that great personality then there is no possibility of any other being being able to do that are you getting my point so what does it mean for the lord to be great now you know what it means for somebody to be great it means that that person have installed himself in a place where the things that came out of the chambers of his heart is so great that it influenced the people from one generation to another is a great man they pioneer cities cities that live beyond them cities that live beyond them so that when you look for those men you don't see those cities are still existing this is what it means to be great that you do business in very very high places such that when you are not there again the business that you did is is etched is recorded in the annals of existence such that men that came after you they will have to refer to the exploits that you did so that their paths will be correct if they want to name men that they will order their life after they will begin to look after you are you with me now look at look at great civilizations that came out you have heard of the Greek civilization. These are, this thing is born out of a man's womb. As a, as a matter of fact, a spirit's womb. A spirit walking through, expressing himself through a man. There is no being that can be, there is no man that can be great like that without the aid of a spirit. A spirit will begin to teach you. Are you with me? A spirit will begin to teach you. In fact, even men that were great in the scripture, when we read the Bible well, we begin to understand that these men are taught by spirits. It was David that said, You are the one that teaches my hands to war and my fingers to what? Battle. That was when we found out that David appeared in battle and he was wielding sword. You in the natural thought he was sword that he was holding. A spirit taught him. A spirit taught him. 
Shema, the son of Agi, appeared before the lentils. The scripture said that he fought until his hand was weary. But the sword clave to his hand. It was God that was holding that sword. You looked in the natural and you are not aware that there is a spirit being that is seeking expression. That wants to dominate. That wants to express himself. That wants to perpetuate his name. Anytime a man begins to remember and find out this eternal pathway. That there is a desire in the heart of God. That there is a purpose that is in his heart. That the spirit being the creator and the greatest of all is seeking expression upon the face of the earth. And you now offer me a body. Have you read the book of Hebrews chapter 10? The scripture said that when I came to the world, it said, Sacrifices and offering have I not demanded from you. What did you give me? He said, A body. Because what the spirit is looking for to express himself upon the face of the earth is just a body. A body to carry and express. A body, a body. A body to perpetuate. A body to use and dominate. Men will be seeing you, Joshua. What they didn't know is the spirit of the ancient one is at work. And the seasons that we thought has gone is around. spirit begins to come upon you then there is, there, is, there is a job in hand. God is in the business of betting a city. Are you with me now? Yeah, that's why, that's why spirits come upon men. Yes, that's why spirits come upon men because spirit, cities are about to be born. When spirits come upon you, uh, when you deal well with that spirit, a city will be born. That is the intent of God. You see, a governing influence as a result of your partnership with the spirit a governing influence will begin to come upon even the natural and the spiritual territory because you begin to partner with the spirit and the desire and the power of that spirit begin to come a woman like Anna stayed in the temple and the scripture said for 40 years she was sitting there and I was cadent to Qatar what he didn't know is that Christ is looking to incarnate himself on the natural realm. Christ is looking for incarnation. But he's looking for a womb. He's looking for a man, a woman, upon whom the Spirit will come upon. And by the energy of the Spirit, by the wisdom of the Spirit, a city will be born. Something that will bring influence upon the whole landscape. Since that time, Jesus is still there. Now listen, listen. A city is not great because it is naturally or even spiritually bogus. Yes. Sometimes it can be very tiny. A spirit is great because of the influence and how much it can perpetuate. Let me give you an example. Do you know all the Muslims in Lagos, the billionaire Muslims, that there is a man in where is he service in Sokoto Sokoto now he's in Sokoto right that's where the man is 
I want to ask you, what is so special physically about Sokoto? There is nothing. Meanwhile, that is where the influence that governs a certain sect of people. It doesn't matter how rich they are. It doesn't matter how educated they are. It doesn't matter where they travel upon the face of the earth. That man is still there influencing them. I want to ask you, is it because he's big? Is it because he's old? There is something he has. Yes. Yes. Do you know a sin as small as fornication can keep a man of God from entering into what God will do for him? That sin is so powerful that it can make you to backslide. It can make you to go back to the world. It can make you to eat the things that you forsook. Eh? But is it not a small thing? You are missing the point. It's not about how little it is. It's about how great it is. It has capacity to influence even the greatest of all men. David appeared on his house. He was walking like this. And men are at work. He looked and saw Bathsheba and she was naked. And that great man fell. As great as David was, he fell. That is when we found out. I want to ask. David has killed Goliath. <laughs> I, I, I'm, are you getting my point? It's not about how bogus the thing is in the natural or even physical. David has killed Goliath. He has killed all kinds of mighty men. But when he saw Bathsheba, he was won in five minutes. He lost the warfare. In five minutes, he lost the warfare. Because even though by your estimation, it seems as if the city is small, but the influence of the city is so great that it can bring the heaviest of men. The heaviest of men will fall. Men that didn't fall by the sword, they went to warfare and came back. They healed thousands of sick people. They appeared on a crusade ground and waved their hand and everybody fell. They made money. They did all kinds of things. When they appeared, a small girl now took their shield and armor from them and made them common men. They made them common men. I'm telling you what will make you to follow. That is the pain of a young man. The young man prayed in tongues for five hours, destroyed altars. He sick, did all kinds of things, entered inside, and masturbation collected him from him. It's a city. It's a city because if it's not a city, why is it that when you made decision, it did not stop? It's a city. And as long as you are under the influence of that city, however little it is, it will control your destiny. There are many things you know that God wants you to do and you are supposed to do. But as long as you are under the influence of that city, uh, you are brought to government by that perpetual influence. You can break free. And as long as you are under the influence of that city, the destiny of that city is your destiny. Many young men are preaching the gospel, but they are still under the influence of the city called sin. And sin has held them bound. They thought they are making progress. You are not making progress. Some of them use the message of grace and they think just because God used you to do anything, it doesn't mean anything. You have to settle down and conquer Babylon. Conquer sin. Conquer sort of conquer Egypt. I have a body. I have a body. You don't understand what I'm saying. You don't. You don't yet. Nigeria is under the government of a city. 
I know I know you think he's a human being that is governing Nigeria. Is he a human being? He's a city. The natural name of that city is called corruption. But it's a spiritual city. It's a spiritual city because even if you are pastor, you are involved. Are you, are you with me? If you like be pastor, if you enter government house, they will carry you to shrine. You will start doing the kinds of things you never knew you can do before. Because that city is the one that is governing. Are you now getting the point now? So that even when you want to live a righteous way, even when you want to subscribe to the civilization of Zion, which is righteousness, when you appear in that place, if light in you is not strong enough to conquer the darkness that is operating in that realm, they will, they will shut out your light. They will snuff you out. They will make you a scapegoat. When you tender your, your certificate like this and finish job interview and you are the one that is supposed to be first and they will remove your name. I know some of you like it. Maybe because it favors you. But that is a spiritual city that we are under. Pastors are under it. Churches are under it. There are churches, if you see what is happening there, you, you will backslide. You, many people stop going to church because of what they saw happening in churches. Meanwhile, those things happening in churches is what is happening in the society. Is it not true? That is to prove to you that whatever it is, is the city that is bringing that influence upon the territory. That that influence is, is, is not limited to the church. It is not limited to the world, it can still come into the church. When I wanted to start ministry three years ago, a, a man advised me, said I should come and collect four million. So that I will see for people here, you are not with me. If you like be doing ministry, it's still he's still buying and selling for them. Say after me, buying and selling. So it doesn't matter that you are carrying. They, they are not, if you like, do miracle, do everything as long as he's buying and selling. He said, his business, you know. They wanted to show me how to make the best money from this business. And I was shocked. If they told me that, how many pastors do you think is doing that? My brother, three, four years ago, he four million land. I don't blow bidato. And then you will be making headway. And you will think you are pushing Zion forward. How can you start in Babylon? And you, you think it's Zion that is moving forward. An average believer, an average church is pushing the, the desire of Babylon forward. Thinking is Zion. Because it's obvious. I said you don't need to see the spirit. All you need to see is the civilization. Are you with me? When you see certain civilization, when you see greed, covetousness, when you see where a denomination prioritizes for their branches that is money ahead of souls, what is at work? Are you getting the point? So you don't need to come and see Satan. No, all you need to see is the civilization. And then you will know because of this civilization, it's only in Babylon that this kind of civilization is. Is, is Wall Street, Abbey Wolf Street, 
where dog eat dog. That's what they do. When you see it in ministry, that means that a, a, a foreign city has invaded our territory. And we are captive to a city that we don't know. And because we are captive as a result of the civilization, then the influence of that spirit, though it might not be in you as a person, is still ripe. And the destiny of our corporate existence, corporate persona, is geared towards fulfilling the, the desire of the spirit that we are working under. If a pastor gives another pastor elephantiasis so that he will give him space, I want to ask you, what is he doing? Is that one still God's work? What civilization, what spirit is informing that kind of engagement? If a damsel slept with somebody and got job and gave testimony and pastor collected tithe, I want to ask, what kind of civilization is that? I know you will say, God bless that person. And I'm not saying the person will lose his job. I'm saying that a job that started that way can he fulfill God's purpose. Many people won't like this, my message. This is the kind of message you finish listening. You go for restitution. This is the kind that Bilal Kani used to give us those days. Yes, no? There are many things people need to restitute about. Because the way you started it is wrong. It doesn't matter how long. You just went ahead and then you added Jesus. Added Jesus. Change the name. Change the name. Your, the, is, is Babylon that is still in the foundation. Satan will come for his property. When he begins to mature, he will what? come for his property. It has to be Zion. Are you with me? We are, I'm coming. I'm coming because if I start asking all of you how you got admission to the university, there will be trouble here. Because most of you got by connection. And then you went to the campus and said, God, give me this campus or I die. Give me or I die. Give me or you will die. You will die and campus will remain. The reason why campus will remain is God did not send you. He can't send you that way. God can't send you that way. You can't use Babylon to achieve the purposes of Zion. I, I know you don't like this, my message. <laughs> I've started driving my point home and it's not sweet. Because when I say spirit, cities, and civilization, it seems as if it's a big thing. I'm driving it home. That is when you will find out that for everything you do and the way you do it, it's as a result of a spirit and his civilization. Why are you living the way you are living? There is a spirit that is influencing the way you are living. Every action you take is as a result of a civilization. Are you getting my point? So, you uh, see, we might not know the spirit, but if we see the civilization, we can trace it and know that this is what spirit that is working now. Do you know in this nation, in this country, a politician will come, go to, go to that man at our nature, that is a WWE wrestler. And then receive impartation.
it, okay, this is the way they will start. They will start with renowned men of God. They will start maybe with, I'm not saying it happened though. They will start maybe with Dr. Paul and Nature. And if you give them impartation, they will now go to their village deity, receive impartation. Go to the WWE wrestler and receive impartation. Hmm? I want to ask you, by what civilization will your state be governed? You are not with me. Oh God, bless our God, bless. He now gave you seed of two million. He said, God will bless you. God will bless you. For where? You are even using your anointing to sponsor Babylon. You are not getting my point. You see, Babylon is such that he can enter and you will use your gifts, talent, and anointing to propagate the agenda of Babylon. Because it's, Babylon is a system, is a civilization. It is not principally a spirit. So you say you cast it out. It's a way of life. It is something that has entered into the fabric of, of, of the society, of the living, of the culture, such that you cannot dissociate it from the lifestyle of men. So people don't even know when they started doing what they are doing. All they know is that this is the way people are doing it, and this is the way we are going to do it. And then they tell you, do the way others are doing the question is who pioneered that city? Who pioneered that city? The person that pioneered that city, no matter what we do, and no matter by what means, even if we, we put the name of Jesus and Jesus Generation Ministries, the one and how that city was pioneered, that is the agenda of the spirit that will fulfill. Are you getting the point now? A spirit came back to a city, and then men began to build something and say it's church. Meanwhile, it's a city that a spirit that pioneered that city. And then after some time, you wrote the name of Jesus on the church and said that it's now church. It's not church. You will pay back to the spirit that pioneered the city. And after some time, you will notice that every member of the church will start fornicating with each other. Because the very foundation of that church was laid by a python spirit. He will come for you. Remember where we read? Give it to me, give it to me. Give it to me. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of what? I don't want to go the Even God have to have his own city. Even God have to have his what? His own city. In God's city, what we mean by God's city is where um, his civilization is fully modeled to his peak. What is the civilization of Zion? Righteousness. Sapta me righteousness. That is the civilization of Zion. So when you come to God's city, righteousness is modeled to the highest order. Are you getting the point? But we will get to there. He said, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God and in the mountains of His holiness. Hmm. Next verse, next verse. 
beautiful for situation the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion the size of the knot say after me the size of the knot there are two things great is the Lord and the size of the knot these are the two things I will touch today and there we go what does the scripture mean by the size of the knot Okay, what does the knot mean spiritually the knot means throne authority government say after me throne authority government so whenever you hear the size of the knot what the scripture is trying to say is actually the place of ultimate authority say after me the place of ultimate authority write it down the knot the sides of the knot means the place of ultimate authority the universe the place of ultimate authority the universe the place of ultimate authority and government show me Isaiah chapter 14 Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 you see follow me follow me we are rounding up now there is a reason why if you open to open be fast Isaiah chapter 14 verse now there is a look at this scripture now this is the account of Lucifer there is a reason why Lucifer desired the size of the north I need to show you he said how art thou fallen from heaven O Lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which this what weaken the nations uh-huh. for thou hast said in thy heart I will ascend into what I will what exalt my throne above what I will sit also upon what in his, his, his desire now let's see the last one let's see the last one I will ascend beyond the heights of the cloud. I will be what? Like when he is able to fulfill this his five, five point agenda. How many point agenda? When he is able to fulfill his five point agenda, it will make him like the most high. Actually, it doesn't mean that he will, he will replace God. What it means is that he wants to operate a parallel government that is as as great as God himself. Are you with me? Meanwhile, he said, I will exalt my throne above the congregation to the sides of the north. His desire is to exalt himself to the place of ultimate authority. Why? Because it, the, the greatest of government, the greatest of expression, the greatest of dominion, are you with me? Can only come forth from the place of highest dominion from the place of highest government from the place of highest authority there is a limit to what Satan can do there is a limit to his greatness are you with me? yeah even um, the city that is called sin, death even Babylon the scripture gave us the testimony of the end of Babylon he said I saw that great city Babylon he said that she was cut down now even Babylon as great as she is she will still fall and her end will come. Even sin will come. With the end of that city will come. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there is a continuing city that is eternal. That is where Satan wanted to exalt his throne to. 
to that place of ultimate authority, you will not understand this scripture well until you go to the book of John chapter chapter um, 12, verse 32. The scripture said that Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will what? Draw all men. Now, what does it mean? It means that the cross of Jesus Christ was an instrument to lift him up to the most exalted place in the universe. That seat that Satan desired is what we call the seat of the Christ. The question is, how did he know that that such, such a thing existed? I hope you know that his name was Lucifer before it was Satan. What is the meaning of Lucifer? It means son of the morning. Daystar. What? Do you know? Ah. Do you know he is the bearer of light? Say light. Light is not per, like this bulb. Light in the realm of the spirit and the explanation of the kingdom and universe is, is, uh, is knowledge. You see, this man is, you see, the way God, you see, God created his angels to embody dimensions of him. Are you with me? Somebody like Michael embodies the dimension of his strength. That's why some of us, when we appear in warfare, it's men like Michael that we partner with. Because it embodies strength. When Gabriel was held in that place, he said, the great prince, Michael, that is in charge of the children, he appeared to me. And when he walked, and I, it was Michael that appeared, and I was rescued, and I came down. You see, the same way, Lucifer embodies knowledge, wisdom. So he shines so bright, in fact, the scripture said that one of the reasons that he fell was because his shining entered his head. No, he felt that by the reason of his shining, by shining we mean the knowledge that he had access to. The embodiment of wisdom that was encoded in his very being, the fabrics of his creature was so robust and, 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 and effulgent such that he came to a point and said, I, it seems as if I have known all that needs to be known about God. And meanwhile, in case I don't get there, there are two, two tools with which a city propagates her name, her civilization. Number one two is power. Number two is wisdom. Are you with me now? So for Satan, he felt that he has become the epitome of the wisdom that is captured in the universe. Because he looked at himself and looked at all the beings that God created and saw the way he shined. So he felt, by the reason of his shining, that he had received the capacity to enter into all the knowledge and wisdom of God. And in fact, part of the wisdom and knowledge that he entered, that is locked up in the archives of God, is that there is a throne. There is a throne in the size of the north. See, Satan understood that you can only access things and desire to become things that is already existing in God. If it is not something that is existing in God, there is no possibility of entering into them. That means that Satan retained the capacity by his wisdom and knowledge to enter into the version, the secrets of God and found out that there is a throne that is residing in the size of the north where a man can sit and from there he will administrate eternally the counsels of God both in time and eternity so that from thenceforward all the plans that God had will be captured and ordained through that seat. That is why he said to the size of the north See, there is a side called the north. That is where God has invested the ultimate of his government and authority. See, when that, that side is called an office, and that office is called the Christ. That is where God ordained from eternity to begin to administrate his affairs. Meanwhile, it was not given to him. Are you with me? 
when the scripture said that this thing has been taken from you and given to a one better than you what does it mean you see the scripture is metaphorical and one of many of the things that you see in the scripture are atypical they are typos of the reality that is captured that in eternity so when the scripture begins to speak about that he's trying to say that even though it seems as if Satan realized that there is a throne that is in the size of the north the ultimate the uttermost place where all government will begin to issue from Satan saw by his access to secrets that God ordained that the season will come where he will invest all his government upon that such as we saw in the land of Egypt where Pharaoh invested all his authority on Joseph and said that the only place that I'm greater than you on is just this throne. He gave him the sickness. And whatever Joseph said happened. That is where Satan wanted to enter into. Where he had become equal with God. Are you with me? But it was not given to him. So when he said this, it became obvious what Satan was desiring. The size of the north. The highest place in the universe. He wanted to stay there. And from that high place, release his wickedness. Do you know why? Do you know why, as a believer, you are still exempted from the wickedness, from sin, from sickness? Because even though Satan is releasing it from a high place, it is not high enough. Because where you are sitting is higher. Now, 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 that's not my point. My point is that he desired to sit at that place that is the highest, so that his influence and government will be such that it will be the greatest. Are you seeing my point? He wanted to be the greatest. And for him to be the greatest, he needed a seat by the size of the north. If you find a city, a man that pioneers a city from the size of the north has pioneered something that will last for eternity. He has pioneered something that cannot die. He has pioneered a continuing city. Are you getting the point? Satan needed to pioneer a continuing city. But we thank God, we thank the Lord. It wanted him at that point. He said, You will be cut down. You will be cut down. You will be cut down. That is our hope. And we trust God to release men from many bondages. First, by the impact of light that has come your way. When Satan is bringing many things in our way, don't look at the acts. Don't look at the engagements. Don't look at BB Niger. It's not about BB Niger. The question you ask yourself is. What spirit is pioneering this civilization? The spirit is coming from a high place and is influencing people. Somebody will carry the money he didn't see to eat and go and vote. Tell him to now so to church. We say pastors are eating his money. Something is at work. Uh, something is at work. And even in the last days, there is a civilization that will be born that will increase in measure. The scripture calls it lawlessness. Are you with me? Lawlessness is the opposite of righteousness. See, I'm, I'm, it is a proof that the regime of man is rounding up. So the antidote to the very thing that would have... See, Satan will... What does it mean for Satan to... Oh, Jesus help me. Have you heard of Antichrist? What did Christ... What is the... What is it that Christ gave to you as a believer? Say his righteousness. What is it that Antichrist will give to the people of the world? Yeah, that is why we taught the mystery of iniquity. That is one of the things you begin to understand. Men will rebel for no reason. Men will fight anything that is law. Once, once you say, tell somebody do this, 
That is why you see many teachers teaching on Facebook and everywhere. They say there is no law. Everything is grace. Even grace is a law. Even faith is a law. Obedience is a law. You are suddenly not free. The only thing is that you are taken from the law of sin and death and brought into the law of life. There is never a time a man oppressed without a law. Without a law, there is no consistency. It takes a law for it to be a principle. Are you with me? Then there is no man that can say that God sustained him. If you keep to the demands of faith is a law. When you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, is it not a law? It is constant for an American. It is constant for a Nigerian. If it is not a law, then it will vary. When you come to Nigeria, the sins of Nigerians are much more than the ones in America. So God can decide simply because he is like this, then, then it should not happen. Then some of us should not be born again. But faith is a law. Any man that, that lays hold of faith will appropriate everything that is in the kingdom. I bring you news. The spirit that decides that laws will be taken away, even if there are laws of righteousness, even if there are laws of life, they are the spirits that the Antichrist is pioneering. See, Satan has not lost his desire. His desire to exalt himself to the place of the north. That place is called the seat of the Christ. That is why when he's coming, the scripture called the man of Satan, the Antichrist. That is to show you properly that the man that is sitting in that place of the north is the Christ. All Satan is trying to do is to bring a miniature, a mimicking, a, a mimic, an imitation of the size of the north. I tell you, that city is here. And many men, even believers, are yielding to that city. They see lawlessness. They see themselves behaving the way even unbelievers will not behave like. And they confess and say they carry the Holy Ghost. They speak in tongues and heal the sick. They don't know that the city that is governing them is from darkness, is from Satan. I tell you, your destiny is the destiny of the city that you have subscribed to. The Bible says, to whom you have become servant to, to whom you obey, you have become servant to. So we don't need to know where you are ending up. We just need to know the cities that you subscribe to. Men that know Zion and subscribe to Zion, their destiny is the destiny of Zion. So just because you say in church doesn't mean anything. What we are interested in, what city pioneers and powers the kind of life and lifestyle that you have. Every lifestyle is as, as a result of a civilization. When men give, when men fast, when men pray, it is because they understood the civilization. There is a civilization that is, that is only power, that oppressed by prayer. There is a civilization that oppressed by fasting. There is a civilization that oppressed by prayer. Are you with me? By giving. It's because we are in Zion and we understand that Zion oppressed by this civilization. When you go by the world, their civilization oppressed by cutting corners and giving bribe. We don't have that, that levity. We don't have that opportunity. I want you to cry to God. Strengthen my heart. Open my eyes to see. Many of the time, believers live as if they are unbelievers. They wonder why they don't have power to change the outcome of things in their territory, in their city. What they didn't know is that the very city that we are sent to conquer, that they operate by the civilization of that city. You cannot use the tools of Babylon to conquer Babylon. Reveal to me. Circumcise my heart.
to remind you that the clothes you wear is as a result of a civilization. It's not about whether it's sin or not. It's about who is sponsoring the life you are living. You go for parties. The question you ask yourself, what is the spirit that sponsors the civilization that is in that party? that is in that gathering what is the spirit
When a pastor builds his church by 48 laws of power, what does he intend to achieve for the kingdom? You know how he builds it. 48 laws of power. Allow these two people under you to be enemies. It's 48 laws of power. So that this person will tell you what this person is telling you. This person will tell you. That is not Zion. The two of them will now be obedient. Many churches are run that way. And they are prospering. I want to ask you on whose account. So we see churches that is bringing in millions. And thousands are gathered. But God is saying I'm looking for a man. And when the voice of the church is required to thunder into the territory and bring alignment, Satan is rolling like a white lion, and no man can cage him because there is no, there are no voices, there are no voices. So some of those big people we thought just because of what we see in the natural that their voice, they are actually echoes in the spirit. Their voice has been taken away from them. They ate the king's meat and lost their voice. Tomorrow we see. Sodom and Egypt where the scripture said your Lord died Jesus died there and the two witnesses of the last day died there I think we need to know where that place is we need to avoid it we need to find Nineveh have you heard of Nineveh the great city where is Nineveh I will show you tomorrow